Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about the Terror Infamy Episode 1, it is called A Sparrow in a Swallow's Nest. So, full spoiler, well, eh, well maybe not full spoilers actually. No, it's... I think I think we'll do spoiler free first yeah, on this one. Cause it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean it's season 2 of a show but it's an anthology, it's a completely new story. So yeah, we could do spoiler free for this for a little bit I think. Um, yeah. I she, imagine she this was marketed as a complete fresh start. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, the the Terror, if you don't know what this is, if you're just sort of stumbling onto this, uh, The Terror was a season of a show uh, early last year. It was a, a horror story with Jared Harris and, you know, setting ships and it was a monster, it was all these things. But it was a self-contained story. It finished episode 10 and season 2 is a completely new story. So you can jump on board here if you want to. You can just, you know, you don't have to see the first season. Um and this is a very different setting, very different type of story. It seems to be more supernatural in nature. Uh, seems to be, yeah. More spiritual. And we're tying into a more recent time in history. Uh, relatively speaking, this is uh, Pearl Harbor. Just or mo Most of it's going to be post-Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor hasn't quite happened but yet. The, the majority of this episode yeah. takes place the night before. Yeah. So that's kind of the setting and we're dealing with spirits who are malicious uh, and i'll just leave it there for spoiler free right now and we'll we'll get into it so um how did you feel uh about this first episode it's not bad uh it's, it's a little rough around the edges i think it's not perfect but there's a there's a lot of stuff in there that i do like i have to admit i was I found it quite tedious. Oh, really? I was, uh... It, it, after a while, it started to look a bit of a chore to get to. Because I think the opening scene is fairly solid. Like, the opening scene was kind of interesting and just a little bit gruesome. And I was like, okay, all right, we're doing something completely different this time. It was not like the last one at all. Um, Completely different set and all that jazz. But there was nothing else in the episode like that first scene, though. Not until the the final scene. It, it bookended it with its, its showy scenes. It did, yeah. And I have to admit, every time characters started talking about spirits at one point, you know, not one point, there's a few moments in the episode where characters start talking about spirits and it's you know part of Japanese folklore. Because, um, I mean, it's set, it's set in the US, it's uh, set in uh, California, um, but it's a Japanese fishing community that we're, we're in. And every time a character started talking about spirits, just kind of casually, I kind of started to... It's basically, it's, a, it's, it's one of these things that I don't like in a lot of horror movies. <laughs> it's play. It's playing on tropes that I'm not a big fan of. But the weird thing is, is because the TV show, it has to really spread out the beats of the story. So yeah, it's the same problem I've had with a couple of horror TV shows. Um, I remember the Stream TV show on MTV, which had a lot of other problems as well. Don't get me wrong, but what one of the things that it had to do is because it's okay, it's a slasher story, but it's going to be over ten episodes. Is that you basically got one kill per episode, and it was usually the final scene. It was it would be yeah. all be build up, all be just character drama, and then there'd be a kill at the end. Um, so this kind of had that kind of pacing to me, where it felt like a lot of this first episode was really just character drama, and the characters are just kind of they're okay. They're okay, yeah. yeah but... Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, I said there are, there are things I like in this episode. The characters are not necessarily one of those things. That's where it's I feel like most rough around the edges is that uh, they're very kind of just cardboard cutouts. It feels like it, it, it's obviously it's such a uh, a serious topic, uh, you know, and the themes that it wants to deal with. Um, but all the characters felt kind of just like uh, borderline caricature. The only one I liked was the dad. 
Uh, main guy Chester, his dad. I, like, I kind of liked him. He seemed likable, <laughs> just from his, yeah. his demeanor, I guess. Um, I, I, I think my, my main issue is that it is so much about the character drama. I just don't find the characters all that interesting. Uh, it, you know, it felt un, unlike season one because season one. No, admittedly, I'm not even going to compare the acting here because it's a little bit unfair. But you know, season one had a lot of great actors in it. Like the the cast was like all star. It was, and this is a totally different. Whereas that was all character drama for a long time it was it was this uh paranoia and and fear of each other right yeah, but uh, it, yeah then... it had this atmosphere and this the setting was you know was you're out in the frozen waters it had this vibe going the entire time this doesn't have that but you had jared harris you had these actors and even some of the newbies that i didn't know before like uh you know the the villain <laughs> him yes, i his name yeah. uh, I know you're about he was great yeah he was great he was fantastic um and yeah. I, I'm not getting that vibe from anyone in in this show. And this that this thus far felt a lot more. And I mean this as an insult. And obviously, there's some examples here. But this felt like an AMC TV show. Whereas the opening of Terra season one felt like, oh, this feels really high budget, and the production value feels really big, and it feels. It, this definitely feels cheaper, e- even does. though like it looks period appropriate. Don't get me wrong. It's um, the direction. It just, it, it's, it's not it's the, the direction. It feels smaller in scope. It feels small in scope. It feels just, I don't because if it feels like a flashback or like it feels like an episode of Timeless when they go back to the forties. It feels like yeah, John you know was like obviously season one. It was all out on you know the open space and they went and shot somewhere or obviously right and it, it looked great. Um, this hit. I felt like they were hiding going around the streets. It's like we've got two or three locations that we've decked out. Mm. And we're not going to show you anything else because we don't really want to spend to to make it look. Uh, you know period appropriate and i think my problem with the characters not being interesting isn't as big of a deal in an actual horror movie because again a horror movie is 90 minutes and the horror stuff if i like that if it's coming at a quick enough pace it doesn't matter because you don't spend enough time with the characters to get that annoyed at them you're either they're there and yeah. they're just reacting to things but because this is sustaining a whole episode of character drama and we have a a pregnancy plot we have this uh the, the, the dad's got like a dispute at work but because he's a fisherman and this guy who buys the fish off of him's uh uh trying to uh, rip him off basically windle him out of some cash yeah so like, we've got these plots and ultimately all these plots uh left me just kind of feeling cold like i was just not into any of it yeah i think i i was more into the one you know the 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 the, the dad with the, the fish i was more into that plot i think uh, it's the better of the, the two for sure yeah uh, and and i will say you know you, you're talking about oh, you know they're, they're talking about the, the spirits and the demons I did enjoy that more than you did. Um, uh, this is a, I think, just as, as a personal preference, I love folklore, mythology, that sort of stuff. Any, you know, just as a rule. I think. Uh, my... So when they start bringing those things in, I'm just inherently lusted by by my nature. You know, not that the show is doing something particularly good with it. You went all demonically computerized there for like a very split second. Um, <laughs> the gist of what you said, Kifto, though. Um, I my my thing with with when it comes to like spirits and stuff, especially when it's tied to a culture, um, because it tends to be my least favorite episode of any TV show is when they say, "Oh, this is a spirit from this culture and it's here." You know, e- even the the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, some of its worst episodes are, "Oh, we've got an Inca mummy girl who's from South America." We're in South America. They never say it's just generally South America it, because it's worth that season one of the Terror did become that as well you know, it, it was a you know a, a native spirit slash creature that, thing no 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 that that is true that is true but it 
it was such a small part of it and it got introduced solely on by the time we got there we were already drawn into the tension and the character drama in season one was genuinely quite interesting most of the time because it was this dynamic on the ship of you know the two rival captains and they used to be friends i think it was the sheer isolation where there wasn't anyone else there was this kind of camaraderie um, uh, uh, slash here's, here's the thing though in season one, by the time we started talking about the fact that, okay, this Inuit spirit or this Inuit monster in this folklore might be involved, enough people had already been killed off that it made sense that people started believing in something. This episode, like, you've got some of the family who just start bringing it up, even though all it is is a bad feeling. Like, it's just, ah, oh, it's a bad feeling something may happen because one person died. And it was a suicide. It wasn't like it was... I mean, we see it. We see that it's suspicious because we see yeah. her kind um, of act funny. I, but... I think what I will defend here is the key difference between the two seasons here is season one, it was the outsiders who were like, eh, whatever. And then eventually they started to believe, right? Uh, it was the outsiders believing in something from this other culture. Whereas this here, this is them going, you know, it, it's... It's them projecting their own, you know, feelings, their own history. Yeah. See, I don't care is my my response to that mm-hmm. because it's not about buying that these characters believe it. For me, it's about the pacing of the show and drawing me in as a viewer. And That's I don't, fair, yeah. and I just don't think I'm ready to jump to them talking about spirits like coming after them. It's just, it, I don't know. I just, it pulls me out of the show. I feel like okay, I'm, 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 I'm listening to dialogue from a script because they're jumping straight to this as opposed to the natural building because theoretically the one thing that a supernatural show should benefit from being you know against a movie is potentially the long draw to eventually something happening like you know it doesn't have to be right away they can they can build to it they can they can spend more time in characters having to believe it and yeah. the, which the... again season one did do yes there were yeah. death and things happening but it wasn't just the beast that was killing things off it was you know the the food supplies you know there was all these other circumstances that were really you know racking things up and that i feel that feeling is supposed to come across here with okay we got the war you know we got okay the, the pearl harbor attack and we're supposed to feel that same sense of dread but it definitely doesn't come across in the same way yeah and i was looking forward to this because the early reviews on metacritic and stuff seemed quite positive they were up in the 80s i think the average and i was yeah that's higher than i'd give it for sure um, I, I don't know how many episodes they saw admittedly the, the reviewers might have seen like three six episodes maybe it maybe it springs to life you know once they actually because mm-hmm. I, I know there's going to be a camp you know an intimate camp involved and we kind of we see it we lean to that in, kind of to that at the end yeah. yeah um and maybe that's where it really picks up i don't know but um i have to admit i thought this first episode was a bit of a slog like i, I really was feeling the runtime by the time i got to the end and i thought i thought the final moment didn't really feel like a, i mean the fi- well the final scene was but the final moment with the main characters you know before yes. it goes to the final scene I, I didn't feel like it was a big episode ender like moment it just kind of felt like we should have started here <laughs> we should have started this part probably what do you think okay maybe yeah i don't know i I mean i'm saying that just because i didn't like anything that happened before <laughs> yeah i think i think if that moment had happened at the start we'd be complaining that it just rushed to it well possibly but i think there's an art though to starting at the big event and then building in the stuff you need as you go and sort of sprinkling it through throughout whereas this was a much more relaxed tv version of it where we were going to go through it all in order uh yeah, beforehand yeah. i think for me personally on this note i i will defend because at least it happened in episode if this was episode four where we were only just getting to that point it would be different uh i think i'm okay given the first episode you know pre the event there um it's done a hook, mate. I, I think you need to yeah. have more in episode one to, to make it 
give me some bite, give, give me something where I'm like, oh, that feels cool. Or even just, like, if there was atmosphere, but there is no atmosphere. Like, no, there's a- not. After that opening scene, there is nothing even remotely atmospherical until the very final scene. And it's so separate and... It, it depends. The, the, in the opening, are you counting just the, the suicide or are you counting the funeral as well? Just the suicide. The funeral was terrible. <laughs> How do you think? Yeah. I, I thought that was comical. I don't know. I just... Fair we'll, enough. We'll talk about what actually happens at it in spoilers, but I, I just... I laughed when the thing happened. <laughs> this was a funny scene to me. Okay. Um, yeah. I just... I don't know. Like... It's one of these things with Supernatural, it has to be this unknown dread. And it just, it didn't have that feel. It didn't have that, that uh, I don't know if you want to call it, like Lovecraftian terror kind of vibe to it. Or it didn't have, or even just to compare it to other maybe Japanese things. And, I, and obviously, I, I don't know how much and based in real myth this is. If, you know, real myth's a bit of an oxymoron, but you know what I mean? Like actual uh, myths like that are... Like actual myth or, yeah. or folklore. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's compared to, let's say, Japanese horror movies, which is maybe the thing that it, it arguably is going more far than anything else because we're dealing mm-hmm. with ghosts and, and whatnot. Um, well, our spirits or demons or whatever, whatever the thing may end up being. Is, um, you know, I, I think of, you know, things like The Ring, The Grudge, you know, those, those types of movies. And mm. Those movies have got this just constant feeling of dread the entire time there's just it's just there it's this thick layer of shit <laughs> like we're doomed we're doomed the whole time and there's nothing in this episode that feels anything not, either like, like that or anything else no i think um i don't love this episode i feel like i'm defending it way more than it, 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 it seems like i really love it but uh, <laughs> i mean for me you know the supernatural thing i don't need that level of dread uh to enjoy a supernatural thing uh in the way that you're describing there i will say it feels lacking in this show which you know it, it's called the terror and you know season one was all about that well, dread i guess well to to, to I'll, I'll, I'll say there's two two ways this works for me you either make the the supernatural thing very mysterious and actually be kind of scary and have a slow build to it and that works purely on horror or the supernatural thing is just there for plot reasons, and that's fine if I really care about the characters. Uh, to, to go back to Buffy, just as the, the 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 easy example here is like the supernatural stuff in that show never isn't necessarily that great all the time. But it doesn't matter because I'm there for the characters. I, mean, I care about the characters and their story and what they're going through and what the supernatural stuff's giving them in terms of obstacles, right? But on the flip side, something like the Grudge, I don't really care about the characters in the Grudge. I, I just care no. about the the feeling and the, the filmmaking and the the, the, the suspense of what's happening because that's all it is. It's the suspense and the dread the whole time. Yeah. So it either has to be one or the. I mean, if it's both, then amazing. You've you've struck some sort of lucky gold miracle of. I'm sure there are examples. But you know, it only needs to have one or the other. But this for me had neither, and I was just feeling. Like we're going through the motions, but like I say, like I forgot it was maybe a horror story. Like <laughs> we got a couple of scenes in it. I'm like, so someone mentioned the spirit. You know, there's oh, there's a bad bad mojo going on right here. There's, the spirits are angry. The fall is from Japan, and I'm like, whoa, oh yeah, it's maybe a horror story. I forgot because we're just doing this fisherman drama. <laughs> because at the start of the episode, like we see the main character Chester uh, getting like these vials of things, and I thought, oh, is this like? Some like demon repellent he's going to like put around the house or something like that, and then like then you find out what it actually is. And I'm like, oh okay, it's actually it's really mundane. normal. It's a really yeah. normal mundane thing. Okay, <laughs> I don't mind that because at least you know even if the payoff wasn't there, yeah, the setup was. Uh, so I'm like, it's it's kind of it's it's a bait and switch, right? Yeah, and 
and, and they say, okay, they're going to pull this again, <clears throat> but at some point it's going to land, right? And you're going to go, oh, finally. Uh, so I don't mind that technique. I think, I think episode one, and this is essentially a new pilot because it's a, a it completely is, fresh story. Yeah. Um, I don't think this has the hook. I don't think it has the draw. I think it's it feels like it's going through the motions. And even though I think the opening and closing horror scenes, if you want to call them that, uh, are the best scenes, and they do have a couple of intriguing little effects and ideas. You know, there's a good bit of body language in the first one. It's a little bit you know like oh okay, mm. a bit weird. And that that was the, that was the only time I actually felt like a Japanese horror story to me. Uh, because it, it reminded me of how someone like Sadako moves. Uh, you know, the way the, the, the joints kind of contort and sort of stutter. And yeah, I was like, the only thing. thing that felt, I felt uh, a sense of style, shall we say. Along with those was probably uh, the drinking the tea in, in, the, in the whole house. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was quite well done, that, that scene. I didn't like the scene that much, but it wasn't because I didn't like the the idea of what was happening. I just the, the entire conversation just kind of felt. No, that's fair enough. I mean, if you're into the conversation, yeah, then, it, you know, it is. but I think it definitely had more style and direction than most of the Yeah, we did have Philip from uh, Travelers in a small role. Yeah, that was that was nice to see, and apparently, Yuritsa uh, uh, from Too Old to Die Young, who I did not recognize the entire episode. It wasn't until I looked at the IMDb at the end, and I went, "Wait, that's her from Too Old to Die Young." Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Such a transformation. He, he, he really did. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I gotta be honest. I, I, I don't think I want to watch you're, anymore. You're of this. It, I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in love with it enough to try and argue. <laughs> like I said, I thought, yeah, there's some promise here, rough around the edges, but nothing that I'm in love with. Uh, but let me put it this way. Should we not do the next episode? I will likely never watch it again. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll come back for a potential season three if we decide to try a season three. Should that happen, and we go, oh well, you know, fresh start. We'll which, give it a which we could because a bit yes. fresh start. Um, I don't know if it's different creators this season from season one. Huh? I honestly don't know if it's different writers this season. I don't know if they're changing writers every year because that would be another reason to come back and try it again. Because oh, it's new new talent. Why not? Yeah. I mean, even if it's the same writers, obviously season one they they managed to hit it, and then okay, if season mm -hmm. two is a miss, I'd still be willing to try a season three. Uh, personally, anyway, you know, maybe, maybe okay, so if we start season three, it's not good, and we call it there. But uh, th this wouldn't put me off that. But I mean, I pro would probably never go back and finish season two on my own time. Yeah. Uh, so I will give a spoiler warning, so we can just talk about some plot details of of. Uh we've skipped over just for spoiler's sake uh first things first would probably be the opening and closing scenes because they are the horror elements of the yeah. show uh the opening scene is a is a woman japanese woman of, i mean most characters are japanese I, I suppose i'll just i'll specify if they're not japanese because that's actually easier yeah. in this show um and she goes outside it's like the early morning you know just sunrise kind of time and she goes onto a pier and takes what do you do you know what these are called the, the sticks in the hair they're like no, I, I wish I did. They're kind of like knitting needles, almost, aren't that's they? What, yeah, that's kind of what they're like. But yeah, like so, but, you know, everyone knows what I'm talking about. The 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 the, 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 the Japanese women wearing their hair, uh, these kind of sticks, uh, and she takes it out, and she's her body language is very weird, and she ends up sticking it in her ear, and sort of, and it's very slow. It's not like a quick jab. She sort of pushes it in slowly until she dies, and she the kills moment over. that she dies is actually really sudden. Like, yeah, you know, there's a moment oh, of where course. okay, that's it, it's in now, and and it's gone. And it, it's a quick snap there, but the actual pushing in action is is slow, like you say. 
it feels methodical and that's way creepier than just pushing it in and getting it over with yeah and it, it, don't get me wrong even this scene i felt was missing some of the nuance i suppose of season one like it felt a bit more in my face but i'm like okay i'll go with that i can enjoy i can enjoy that there's no reason why i can't compared to the the sheer mystery of season one i can't argue with that yeah um and the closing scene of course is the 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 mysterious woman at the whorehouse uh because chester who's a hero doesn't doesn't partake he doesn't go with it he doesn't pick pick a lady he just stays out because he doesn't want to um and he, he kind of gets talking to this 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 woman who's there who says she serves tea although i'm but given the ending i'm, I'm speculating if she's even supposed to be there as if you know if, if she just mysteriously yeah, she, popped she's in. like oh yeah the, the mistress sent me out to you know come yeah. and you know serve you tea while, while you wait and she she reads his his uh his tea leaves you know there's this uh fortune teller kind of style where they look at the, the leaves after they've drank the tea yeah um and tells him about his dreams of having a having a house and a family and yeah there's a lot of duality uh was yeah. the the key theme here that i took away which i think is uh really obvious on the nose theme but i'm okay with you know, in the sense of okay it's about his his duality of his heritage to the to, to, to japan but he as as we learn you know, later in the episode he, he is born in america uh, yeah. as well though so yeah. he is a fully american yeah he's, a, yeah he's a citizen and he also wants to go further into the mainland and and get become a journalist he, yeah. yeah he yeah exactly but he doesn't obviously doesn't want to just you know betray his entire history yeah and his dad doesn't want to his dad wants to stay and be a fisherman like him and you know he's he's, he's um, but the, the final scene is this this mysterious woman in the whorehouse uh, puts because because at first I thought okay so this is like is she going suicidal at the, the woman at the start is this what's happening mm. like the ghost is taking her and, and she's committing suicide because I thought she was putting like something you know acidic or whatever on her face because she takes like a out of a bottle and starts wiping her face and then her skin starts peeling off but then she doesn't bleed it's like she's not human there's like a different like it yeah. looks different under the skin. It, it's like a blackened leathery yeah i mean I, I just said under the skin it actually reminds me a lot of the movie under the skin in some ways uh, yeah yeah i can't argue with um, it you know she, and she's she's like oh shit and well she i mean she doesn't really react to it but she starts then trying to like stitch it back on she like breaks the needle off and starts self-stitching yeah she's like oh she again she doesn't say this but it's almost like she went oh shit i ruined the face i have to fix that and she just... Yeah, I think uh, you know. You, I think what she was rubbing on her face was kind of like a makeup remover. I think that's what mm. she was doing. But it and took, it's like, oh, took yeah. too much off. Uh, but it feels off. so casual. There's no reaction on her part. It's it's like she doesn't even notice unless she'd seen it in the mirror. Obviously, she does see it in the mirror. But if she hadn't seen it, she wouldn't have even noticed that it was peeling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was purely. She's not feeling pain here. She's not feeling anything. Yeah, makes you assume she is the <clears throat> the, the the spirit demon thing that they keep referring to. I, yeah. I, I mean, I assume. Oh, with some sort of. Which scene... again is a is a completely different dynamic to the first season in that we didn't know what the thing was for a long time. Yeah, no, it's a different perspective because this time it seems to be we're actually going to see some of the the demon side of it, and it's going to be about like kind of, kind of like in a serial killer movie, we're going to cut to the killer's point of view sometimes and see what they're planning yeah. and plotting and whatnot. And that's fine. And the scene itself is okay. The, the problem for me, of course, is that this came at the end of the episode after I'd just been spent. By the time you're out, you're yeah. out. This isn't gonna drag. This isn't enough to drag you back in by any means. I'd spent forty five minutes. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't bored immediately. Like I gave it a fair chance. I was trying to get into it for a, a while. It it wasn't until I don't know the last maybe fifteen minutes where I realised I just I just didn't like it. Like I was, I don't think I like this at all. Mm. Um, it happens. Uh, obviously, there's a the whole plot where so the, so the things that he gets at the start, uh, the vials of of liquid are actually for an abortion because he had sex with his girlfriend, she got pregnant, 
and they seem to be splitting up over this they've just kind of decided oh we can't do this i need to have an abortion um and you know her father's very religious in fact why did it become a nun um, yeah. his, parents and, and are... his father d- doesn't want him with presumably just you know a, a non-japanese girl is kind of the the feeling i get yeah well we, we learned that as well because uh the, like there's another f- like japanese family they're friends with and he has a like candid talk with his with, with the the daughter of that family who's yeah. about his age and she like you know the dad's all proud because she's going to marry this this japanese guy and uh she's moving you know in like you know the spring or whatever it is and when they're but when they're alone in the pier and they're just uh, talking to each other, she's kind of, she's she's like I, he he says to her, I thought you were with this guy from like college, you know this white guy, and she's like, oh yeah, I am, but I'm not gonna tell my dad that. Like, like he's the most Japanese dude ever. Like he's never gonna accept that. So yeah. it, you know it sets that up well enough. Um, but there's, uh, even the way some stuff is revealed in this episode felt really dull to me. Like the the way we find out about the the baby and the abortion just felt very expositionary to me because they're on the bench. And they just start saying it. They just start talking about what's going on, and it felt. No, I can't argue with that. And it felt very TV to me, um, and just like, oh, we have to put it all in the dialogue to make sure people really get it. Where they could have just had the quick flashback of them because there's like a flashback of them in in bed before they have sex. You could have had just that, and then had him hand over the vials. You know, give her the instructions. You'll take one here and uh, this one the next day and whatever, and then have and have her say, "Will it work?" And have him you know, just say something like, "It should." And just leave it there. Just let it, you know, give us just enough to understand that mm. that's probably what it's for. But no, they sit and have a whole conversation about what it means to her parents, what it will mean if they get caught. What, what you know, like, is this, there's so much dialogue. It's, yeah, no, it's conflict because there are parts of this conversation I like. Um, yeah, like, like, you know, we, we learn about, you know, the, the her relationship with her father. The, the, there are parts that I do like a lot. Um, there probably are more natural ways of, of kind of presenting that information, even in this same scene. Yeah, it's just it's a very generic TV dialogue scene where they have to just get all this information out and just keep you know like we're yeah, on a, it's, it's, we're on a uh, clock. We have to get all this out. I don't I don't dislike any of the information, but there are better ways of presenting it. Yeah, and I think that's my problem throughout the whole episode. Is there's better ways of presenting the supernatural stuff. There's better ways of presenting the drama between them. Um, the dad stuff with the the boss, the guy buying the fish. Um, where the dad saves his life because he gets his tie caught in the the fish conveyor belt because it's going yeah. up to the the the, the car. Um, yeah but then he gets fired anyway because you know it's his fault that it was all shit yeah so he gets mad at, at uh, chester's dad and demands payment a reimbursement for losing his job because he happens to know that he never registered his boat when he was supposed to by law and yeah. he can turn them in for that so his dad has to give yeah, up it's, the... it's it's this constant he's... threat of well i could just say you're a spy yeah i could say you're a japanese spy and he's like you know i'm not a spy he's like, yeah i don't think you are but I can still tell him that. Yeah, I believe I believe it was it wasn't reimbursement because the word he used actually came up again later was uh, reparations. Reparations, yes. Which I thought was a much more in, I do I do actually think it was a much more interesting choice of word, uh, given the context around you know the uh, reparation you know the you know when when you uh, you, you know a government will pay to a people they have wronged you know in the past mm. uh, it's it's much more significant than just reimbursement. Sure. Yeah. No. The, the word I just didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. I, I just want to point out because that that actually really stuck with me. That word, that choice of of uh, you know the 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 white boss kind of using that to, mm. to the Japanese guy, it really stuck out to me. It's it's basically him playing the race card, is what you're saying. Yeah. The white absolutely. guys try to play the race card, and it sounds silly. Yeah. Um. So no, and then of course, uh, the son steals the car back with the other and set of keys that he's got. Um and the 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 asshole goes to the dad's boat to try and like burn it. He's, he's pouring gasoline around, but then 
essentially the one horror scene i guess we get in the middle of the episode is the ghost getting them but we don't really see anything we just sort of see the camera go towards them it's just a very generic yeah we see the outcome where he's gone blind and it's okay it's that's not him that's not that's not him sorry i'm I'm seeing the other guy yeah you're thinking the 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 husband of the woman who committed suicide at the start Uh, no he just gets uh knocked off the boat and then we find him in the net the next day dead yeah um and i think joe i think that was the moment where i realized i didn't like this because that moment did nothing for me it was kind of like uh that was just really that was a bit easy it was a bit easy and generic and didn't really you know like Mm. do something interesting with it i don't know yeah no i'll I'll give you that one visually interesting or something with more suspense um you know is it trying to frame the people on the boat is it you know why why is it attacking him specifically yeah i i kind of like the follow-up where okay they're going into you know the police station they're being questioned you know they're like okay well you guys just found a dead body of a guy who you just had a thing with mm. and then the air raid sirens start going off yeah and, it... and the police says it's like just get out of here just go just run yeah that was yeah yeah it was the, the friend it was philip from travelers who said just go yeah. just get out here now um it was actually funny because I was actually thinking about it uh, throughout the episode. Is that I was trying because I, I don't think it, it wasn't an exact date, was there at the start? Of it. No, there never was. It was just, uh, it was just know, 1941. We, we it was yeah, a roughly like this period, I think. Because yeah. I I was trying to figure out at one point because the reason why they're so concerned about spies, I was wondering, is it because Pearl Harbor's already happened? Are we already past that date? Uh, and that's why tensions are this high so when this moment hit i was like oh no this is pearl harbor obviously it's like, like this is it yeah this has to be pearl harbor um so you know that i mean like yeah that's fine in theory so i just i didn't care about the characters that's fair i just didn't care about you know there's a whole thing after he has that that that, that tea scene where he goes to the girlfriend and tries to say hey now let's be let's run away together let's be a family let's do this and she just kind of says no <laughs> just to put it really shortly uh yeah. She like she does no. list off a whole bunch of reasons why it's not going to work yeah but she just essentially says no um and we we end the sort of main story with because his father uh well his father and a lot of the other men are being taken to a camp at the end um he's not because he's a, a citizen he was born yep. here but uh his father's been taken away um so yeah um it did nothing to make me want to see anymore like i didn't have fun with the horror stuff really i mean it was i mean the stuff at the start was okay but like very quickly and the funeral scene <laughs> which i have to mention because i said it was funny um you know chester offers to take a photo of everyone around the casket uh when they're outside and he takes this photo and then there's a like it's meant to be like a demonic gust of wind like knocks over like every, you know there's a big gust yeah. of wind everyone sort of gets the hair blown away but the casket tumbles over and the body comes rolling out that's what this was just comedy to me no way this was comedy. Just a, something I'm not quite remembering. Maybe, maybe you can fill me. Yeah. When he's at the 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 whole house, he he takes the picture of of the you know the, the the lady with the tea. Yes. And she obviously she hears the click and she knows. Uh, we see him developing pictures later. Do we? We don't see that picture, do we? I oh, know. I think we do because it's uh. He, he looks at one. It's like she's blurry. It's like it's like a blurry. Yeah. Was thing. was that it? Okay. I think that was that. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was something else I was missing because I was obviously given where it ends and you know how mysterious i wonder if there was some bigger giveaway in the photo that, that we were going to get to but no it was basically just that thing from the ring where if you take a photo with one of those people who are going to die that their, their image is all blurred it was yeah. essentially that kind of effect um so yeah really mediocre um i'm out <laughs> i'm good i don't yeah. want to watch any more of it i i liked it a little bit more than you i, I didn't love it 
but I, I thought there was enough there that it wasn't bad. So I, I definitely agree. There's a lot of TV cliche elements. This is like a four, four and a half for me. I don't know where are you on it if you were rating it. Five and a half, six tops. Yeah, it's not. It's not exactly the the bastion of uh no no like, like i said I, there, there's some things i like a lot of rough edges and mm. that's where, where, where i said at the start and i think i've changed too much from that yeah well we should mention george takai's in there but his character yeah. so far has been a nothing character he just sort of sits in the boat and has a odd joke he has a lot of little comedy funny makes. story yeah. yeah i i feel like we'll get more of him inside the camp um possibly yeah which i imagine is a bit more personal for him obviously because he was in one himself Oh sure, yeah. Um, I almost—it was a shame he wasn't uh, manning the the helm in the boat at any point because that was his job on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his son could have been like, uh, oh, uh, you know. What, what was it? What was his title? The, 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 the fish wrestler, box, boxer. So he had, he had a whole story about you know. Oh, I can't he, he knocked out this big fish with one punch, and they gave him a title. I thought that was quite an amusing little anecdote. Yeah, that was okay. Um, yeah. Fun. Uh, it just felt really bland to me. I guess ultimately it feels really bland in generic TV. Generic AMC to me. Um, yeah, which is better than bland of a lot of network stuff. Joe, Joe, it's so funny though, is that there was a time when all I knew from AMC was Breaking Bad, and I assumed there were this great network. You, you assumed they were the bastion of quality. And, and I didn't love Mad Men, but people loved it. As I was like, okay, so clearly they make high-quality shows. And I've discovered in the, the, the years since that Outside of Breaking Those Bad, are the outliers. Outside of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, um, like the, there's a big quality dip for me. And you know, I enjoy season one of the Terror, but I don't think it's as good as those shows. It's not. Things. Obviously, people like Walking Dead, but um, we're not we're not huge fans. So, um, no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really have much more to add on this one. So, uh, that has been episode one of the Terror Infamy. Needless to say, we won't be covering any more of it. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, and for any patrons who think, oh, maybe I'll sponsor it to save it, it won't work. If we, if, if I flat out just don't want to watch it, it's not working. <laughs> I'm not gonna, there's no point in me putting, putting ourselves through something that we don't like uh, to this extent. Because you're just going to hear me complain every week. There's, there's, there's going to be no satisfaction from it whatsoever. I feel like some people have an appeal in that. Sure, no one's going to wait a while. Like the the, the 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 like the five hardcore fans who like seeing me miserable watch it. Everyone else won't know. They'll just complain. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. Um, there you go. That's uh, Terror Infamy episode one. So let us know what you thought of the episode. Maybe you liked it more than we did uh, in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at Mailed underscore Fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV where you can support us for as little as $1 per month. And you get some bonuses, some exclusives, and there's the higher tiers as well where you get to sponsor things and vote in certain shows and all that kind of thing. Uh, so go have a look at that. Uh, and since we're not covering this, it's probably worth reminding you that Mindhunter Season 2 is starting this week. We'll be doing that uh, hopefully as quickly as we can, uh, day by day, uh, once that hits. Uh, we're still doing weekly episodes of Tool Today. Yeah, that's the show. I, I got it wrong yesterday a lot, so I'm just I was just double checking in my head. Am I saying the right title? Uh, we're still got a few episodes of that left to go, and we're just about to do the finale of Handmaid's Tale season three this week. Uh, so do do have a look at all these uh, various things if you're interested. Uh, so that's us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>